speak is Alex Kuda. Uh, Alex is CEO and co-founder of Restream, uh, one of the world's largest distribution um, uh, service services for live video broadcast. Uh, Alex has been an entrepreneur for the past uh, 14 years. He founded a few e-commerce startups and he successfully exi exited one of them. He's originally from Ukraine. Currently, he lives in uh, Austin, Texas. Uh, this show is going to be about getting started with live streaming for your business and uh, for your personal brand and, and why it's so important. So instead of hearing the message from some random people, uh, I decided to bring in Alec, Alex, who uh, who actually co-founded uh, Restream.io. It's a great service. And for all of our fans on This Week with Service, uh, I mean, with, with Severe, we have a very special offer that we will announce a little bit into the show uh, as we get to learn from uh, Alex. And uh, it will be a phenomenal discount that you won't find anywhere because I, I really truly believe in live streaming and I want to make sure that you take action uh, as a business owner, as a personal brand, uh, to start uh, live streaming on a, on a regular basis and, and Restream is the right uh, platform for that. So uh, thank you, Alex, for joining us. And actually, the, the most important thing about Alex, uh, interesting thing that we found out, his mom and I might be related somehow. So, um, uh, you know, I don't know how, but somehow we are related. We actually connected on that on, on LinkedIn and, and also uh, on a subsequent call. Uh, so thank you, Alex, for joining us. And, uh, uh, you know, to start off, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, your origin story, uh, that led you to uh, restream and where did the inspiration come from and, and so on. Thank you so much, uh, Sabir, for the invitation and hi, everyone. Uh, thank you for the kind intro, which you already have done <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, yeah, so as, a, as you mentioned, I'm originally from Ukraine and uh, I started my tech career 14 years ago. I have a, a bachelor's degree in, te in telecommunications, so I graduated graduated technical university and learned how to design mobile networks. So, however, since 19, I was really, really passionate about internet and internet technologies, and I started creating services. And uh, the first one was a web service where, where I tried to sell uh, life hacks, so just a pure information. And uh, when I created this service, I realized that I, it's, I have to be more visible and I start learning about how to promote uh, website itself and I learn about search engine optimization. And then uh, in a year I realized that I could uh, launch uh, an like, ad agency and uh, I was consulting companies. After that, as you mentioned, I created two e-commerce projects. One of them was, it was uh, drop shipping service before I learned about drop shipping, and it was approximately like 12 years ago. And another e-commerce service was related to just consumer goods, and I sold it. Then I was involved in a social network for education purposes, and after that, I stopped being one of the co-founder behind the restream. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> really passion uh, about uh, internet itself and all technologies around. And uh, it was clear for me when I was young that it's a future. And uh, I, I really 
was impressed how you can easily connect with people and how you can share information. And yeah, and so it's basically <laughs> how I started. And I couldn't uh, couldn't find a job, so I've been rejected by most of the times when I try to apply to some jobs, uh, positions in in big corporations. And uh, since I couldn't do it, I decided, okay, I have to establish something by myself. And I mean, thank God that happened, right? Otherwise, we would not have restream. You know, uh, you know, one of the things that I uh, that I always think is that. Um, one of the best things that happened to us in life, you know, one of the best things that happened to us in life uh, is, is the thing that didn't happen to us, you know, is actually the best thing. For example, in your case, not getting that, that job, not getting a corporate job, not getting and, and getting rejected into those things that led you to this incredible venture with Restream.io, you know. Uh, it, it's very interesting. I, I also was reading about the uh, biography of uh, Jack Ma, uh, and, and there's plenty of videos about him, uh, also the founder of, um, of uh, Alibaba. He goes like, I got rejected so many times from jobs, uh, from uh, <laughs> even McDonald's and KFC and, and, and schools like Harvard rejected him and stuff like that. And, and I go like, you know, that's perfect. You know, that's an example of when, when you get rejected, that's when you find inspiration and drive to do something incredible, and and in your case, that that story is is uh, Restream.io. Correct, you're right, and uh, I really excited and about this. And during the journey, when you start creating own things, uh, you have to learn everything. You have to learn how to be a product manager, how to be a marketer, and how to establish go-to-market strategy. Strategy have to talk to your customers your users, have to retain them, have to make them happy. And also you have to learn about finance. And then if you want to build a team, you want to learn a bit about psychology and how to communicate with people, to improve your soft skills and et cetera, et cetera. Then it, com when it, comes, then it comes to fundraising. If you want to raise venture <laughs> capital from venture capital firms and uh, other institutional organizations, so it requires another type of skills, and you just need to start doing something. And uh, it's definitely not easy, but step by step, uh, if you're persistent and you split this marathon on short iterations, it helps you to be in shape and do not give up. When you can run an experiment, receive a result, analyze it. If you fail, like have you have to ask yourself how I can improve it, how I can do better next time instead of giving up. And that's it. And mm. yeah, it's a long journey for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, one of my thoughts, I'm, I'm sure that uh, you'll agree that uh, go to school for two, three years to get an MBA, right? Master's in business yeah. administration, right? Or start up a company and, and, and the scars you're gonna get on your back you know, and the learnings you're gonna get from it, you know? I think it's invaluable. You're gonna get. You're gonna learn so much more. Uh, 18 to 24 months into your venture, you know, like you said, you're the accounting department, you're the engineering department, you're human resources. You are. You have to figure out the insurance for the employees and payroll and paycheck and <laughs> all of that. It's your responsibility. That's why you are an entrepreneur. You know. 
Yeah, I agree with you. But if we talk about MBA courses, uh, I feel that they're also important. But if you want to start your career as an operational person, so for instance, when somebody who is entrepreneurial already created a business and uh, this person wants to scale it, and uh, the yeah, so this type of skills could be very helpful when you already found a business model and yeah, so you already found product market fit, but you just want to scale and you need to involve more people to do operational work. And uh, yeah, so if you graduated from Stanford and then <laughs> you, you could, you could, you could basically help to maintain uh, most of it mm -hmm. and assure like scale the team on a certain level, but not on the first steps, but because on first steps, you have to be too hands on. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, when did you decide, like, I mean, you've been in so many different ventures. When, when did it occur to you, you know what, video, live video is the thing I want to do, right? When you start, uh, when you start with that, what was the inspiration? What were the initial failures? Because every, every time you start something, there's always learnings you get from, from those first couple of tries, you know? Yeah, so it's a great question. Thank you for asking it. Uh, I think approximately like nine, ten years ago, as it's the first time when I started thinking about live video. And uh, behind of it was philanthropy idea. Uh, mm -hmm. So I tired, I was, <laughs> I have been tired of, uh, from e-commerce uh, businesses and I decided, okay, so it's I was focusing on logistics and have to promote the services and yeah, so had to work with vendors, scale this business. So I was tired and I decided to do something for people. Like, I mean, every business I thought I was involved was for people, but as this one had an idea of how you could use, utilize live video technology to educate people and, uh, at that time, I just realized that you can transfer knowledge through the web camera and you can use all these whiteboards, like digital whiteboards, and explain and, and draw something on them. So I realized that it's a good opportunity to scale education and to help people who are located in, who are not so privileged uh, and located in small villages in, in not developed countries. Uh, get access to to the information and to people who basically create and invent things. And the idea was the next. So if I could learn from Nikola Tesla about electricity directly, I could learn much faster and understand the subject much easier in comparison if I would learn it from a local teacher who had to translate this information and uh, during the processing of this information when you read when uh, this person was had to have to read this book it it, it, it will be lost of, of of meaning a bit and you have to translate it you need to process it and you need to share it with other people and more people more people have in chain your it's like a journalism so information is Trans transforming and uh, it's very hard to get the sense what it was at the beginning. And when you can directly talk to these people who are on the edge and who create things and, and like some scientists and the best professors uh, who really 
passionate about subjects and spent most of their lives to just discover something. It's, it's better to learn from them directly. And it was an idea behind, and I realized that live video broadcasting through the web camera and all this uh, whiteboards could help, could help uh, improve people's lives. And it's how I've been connected to this field. Amazing. So uh, I heard, uh, actually we talked about it, um, and I want, I want you to share uh, with our audience, um, how many live hosts do you have and uh, on a monthly basis? How many views do you get across all of those uh, live uh, live shows on a monthly basis? So, drum roll, Alex, go ahead. I got it. Yeah, I just want, so this project in what I was involved. Uh, just sorry for, I just want to answer your previous questions more precisely because it was related mm -hmm. to not the stream itself. So it was tutorsband.com, social platform for education purposes. And after that, we. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and after that, after four years of working on it, uh, we decided to focus, we come up with an idea, came up with an idea of Restream. And uh, then five, it, five years ago, Restream was started. And uh, the goal was to do not focus only on education, the goal was to focus on different verticals and help people in different areas with a live video. And Restream itself is, is a solution that mm -hmm. helps uh, individuals and businesses broadcast live video to all social platforms at the same time and and help them and you like basically increase your visibility and and gain your viewership eyeballs followers grow your community and uh, yeah so after five years of working at Restream, we, today we have uh, more than two million users in our database and every month uh, we deliver more than 6 million broadcasts and uh, it, it aggregates uh, 800 million views. Wow. Yeah, so all this content. Yeah, so every day we, we basically deliver to all the social platforms hundreds of thousands of live video and it's exciting. Yeah, I, I want to just reiterate that. That's why I put it on the screen. That's an incredible uh, uh, stat per month. 6 million live hosts i'm one of those six million so i'm contributing to the number on the six million side and 800 million views across all of those uh, uh shows that's that's an that's an incredible i mean that this is a pretty serious platform and and whoever is uh you know entrepreneurs and business owners and personal brands that that are watching uh the show just see if you just do the basic math there that's that's over you know that's that's a tremendous uh, multiplier six million uh, to eight hundred million views that's an incredible uh multiplier so if you are, if you are thinking about is live streaming really that important or anything like that the answer is absolutely yes <laughs> you really need to be on it you know especially if you're a personal brand and and who is uh, and we will actually uh, tackle the topic of personal brand uh, with alex today also but we we also have some other gurus that I'm going to be bringing on that that excel at personal branding, uh, so we will be tackling that. And live streaming is a huge huge component in 2020. You need to be doing it. And thanks to COVID-19, it has even become a much more important platform. So if you are not doing it for your business, you're not doing it for your personal brand. Uh, you're really really behind. Uh, you know uh, you know Gary V recommends uh, TikTok. That's another way of kind of 
live streaming or even posting uh, little videos and stuff like that on, on, on TikTok or Instagram stories or any of those kind of things, definitely follow that advice. But owning your own channel and becoming a media platform, really, really important. This is an incredible number that you really need to get behind it. And actually, Alex and I, and, and we're going to take a pretty deep dive into into who are these six million uh, you know hosts, uh, and and there, you'll you'll hear uh, the mix of uh, the different things. So, however, at this time, what I do want to say to our audience members, Alex and I. Uh, so Alex asked me, like, I'm going to come on the show. What would you like me to do uh, for you and for your audience? And I said, well, I, I want them to take action. This is why this week with Severe exists. Every show that we do uh, actually takes a deep dive into topics uh, that uh, people literally take notes and start taking action. And I want people to take action. This is not an inspirational business show, you know. There are plenty of other people who inspire you uh, personally and, and inspire you through business. Folks like Tony, Tony Robbins and, and Gary Vaynerchuk, they're great at, at those kinds of things for you to inspire you to take action. My show is about serious master classes where people need to take action uh, and, and actually uh, learn uh, something uh, very reasonable. So he was kind enough to actually offer a lifetime discount to our, our uh, fans, uh, to the show fans. And here, this is, uh, we're unveiling our collaboration. So if you go on restream.io, you will get 50% off lifetime discount with code Sabir, S-A-B-I-R-5-0-A as an Apple. Uh, Sabir, S-A-B-I-R-5-0-A. Uh, a as an Apple. So if you put that code in, you're going to get 50% off of a lifetime discount across any of the plans. So definitely get on there. Um, uh, wanted to make sure that we were bringing also value. We are bringing $100,000 insights from all of the all of the experts, but this one actually is a very tangible uh, offer because I'm very serious about you succeeding. So I want to make sure that I give you uh, that that at, at least that initial boost for you to go and, and, and make this happen. So I'm going to keep this on here so that you can jot it down and, and go and, and sign up. So Alex, uh, sorry for the uh, quick tangent, but thank you so much for offering this uh, lifetime discount to our fans. And uh, I think they're going to they're going to have uh, that six million hosts is going to turn into a much bigger number very soon. So so uh, and I look forward to that growth. So now out of the uh, six million live shows, uh, live hosts that you have, what are some of the interesting or innovative uh, live shows on, on Restream? And I want you to like name drop. I, I want to know uh, big names and innovative names and all sorts of things like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to recollect uh, what could be the most innovative, but it's, it's, hard to, it's, it's very hard to judge. Uh, you just have too many verticals uh, of different type of businesses and individuals, different genres of content. I can tell that we started from the gaming niche uh, and in education, mm -hmm. and now it becomes more mainstream and uh, uh, video, live video becomes popular and utilized by other verticals, such as if you talk about individuals, we have famous musicians, musicians such as Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park, or maybe famous DJs like David Goethe. So some of his shows are, are streamed and continue broadcasting through Restream. And uh, there are many, uh, and they do like a lot of different fundraising events and 
for instance, we were broadcasting uh, World Health, this event, uh, Stay Together at Home, and it was organized by a World Health Organization and uh, wow. Citizen. And uh, during the live show, uh, organizers, they collected, uh, accepted more than $130 million. Uh, wow, $130 million. Yeah, and uh, there were uh, celebrities and such as uh, Lady Gaga, Sam Smith, Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Elton John, and others. So they were broadcasting their performance live, and it was rebroadcasted to restream to all social platforms. So this type of events. Also, we have. Uh, Politicians, so a lot of politicians uh, do campaigns uh, and promotions through us. Uh, some candidates of presidents of the United States, presidents of some countries such as Mexico and Argentina, then Prime Minister of Great Britain, office, Boris uh, uh, Johnson, and Prime Minister of Israel. So we have also a media level of companies and uh, CNN and uh, some. I believe Yahoo Sports and other companies also produce and broadcast news for us. We have corporations such as Microsoft and behind of Microsoft, Microsoft Surface, LinkedIn, Xbox, GitHub. Uh, also, we have Cisco, Uber, and many, 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 many other big companies who use us. Um, in terms of interesting use cases, I found recently uh, that a few small uh, local restaurants uh, start to use broadcasting live shows. So basically, they start broadcasting process of cooking and preparation of meals. And uh, they try to encourage uh, people uh, just to order online and, and, get, and, take, and get a takeout, so or, order a takeout. And uh, I feel that it's very helpful because they continue streaming through us. So I see that we, we help, our service helps people. Also, there were some events and I saw some sportsmen, some sport athletes, they were broadcasting during the lockdown uh, a marathon. So they were just jogging across, <laughs> across the house. <laughs> and yeah, so when they were capturing and stream, were streaming this process, it, it took them a few hours, uh, to, and uh, it was also a fundraising event, and also basically help other people to do not be so depressed. And it was the position of that sports athlete. Yeah. No, so, I think I, th I think Alex, uh, thank you for sharing that. I think uh, th we're in the um, uh, you know from a live streaming standpoint, I think we're in the infancy stage, and I've got, I've, I've gone through a lot of these evolutions myself. You know, with with the internet uh, revolution, and then uh, evolving into e-commerce, becoming a commercial aspect of uh, of internet, and then social media, the organic side of it, to opening up conversations, to um, you know uh, having it uh, be a paid platform. I think live stream uh, is in its kind of that infancy stage right now. And I think sharing those kind of use cases is very beneficial. I mean, I, I, you can, you know, depending on the world that you live in and the example you used with uh, about the restaurants, it's so important in the era of, of um, uh, COVID-19, for example, for you to be very transparent that because you're a food, uh, you're, you're, you're making food and you're preparing food, uh, the safety of food 
is is so important uh and and sharing that and being very transparent and, and open uh if you're having a restaurant service outdoors because that's what you have to do uh and not indoors you're not allowed to because it's like now it's against the law because of the pandemic um so things of that nature you 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 know you should be broadcasting and live streaming showing like people who are uh, you know, that, that uh, you know, people are coming and people are trusting the brand and, and the transparency in the kitchen to show that, you know, you're, you're taking all the safety precautions uh, to make sure that uh, your guests are going to be fine, you know, from that perspective. Yeah, it was one of the interesting cases which we found. I, and honestly, yeah. there are plenty of others I can't recollect. I can also do a bre breakdown and maybe share as a common use cases for businesses and individuals how they use Restream for which purposes? If you, I, I would love that. I mean, let's let's talk about how businesses use it. Like, especially a lot of small business owners watch this show and and they they want to take action on that. And also, you know, we have also covered in other episodes why the founder's uh, story and the, and then the founder's personal brand plays a huge role in promoting uh, the, the business. So let's talk about businesses as well as personal brands. Uh, so let's let's uh, talk about that about both of those uh, areas. Alex. Okay, thank you uh, for passing the microphone to me. Uh, yeah, so if you talk about businesses, uh, businesses and organizations use us for broadcasting product launches and product announcements. So basically, product launches, keynotes, and then if you talk about announcements, just news of the company, news of the business. Also, there are cases with Q&A sessions when you invite experts and also share your expertise and you show that you basically develop a brand and trust to your service. And because you show your expertise and you invite other experts and you can you can answer questions. Uh, there are also interesting type of uh, for businesses behind the scene broadcasting. So for instance, when you organize an event, some musician performance or any other event, uh, or webinar, so you can you can basically do a behind the scene broadcasting prior the event, so you can drive engagement and interest to your event. What will happen in the future? So, for instance, if you want to, uh, I don't know, invite some people, and you no, know, it could be musician event. So you you, you can basically uh, broadcast and, and show performance. The training session before the performance and uh, maybe interviews with uh, all those artists and uh, it could help you just to drive engagement to, 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 to your brand and to the event itself and yeah and during the event you will get a bigger exposure and uh, also for as i mentioned for education purposes uh, you have to have to so for instance if you have a service or maybe a product and you want to sell it you need to show how to use it efficiently. So some life hacks, so some tips, how you can get a result with, with your product or service. And it's very popular right now. So for instance, if you are going to launch a campaign on Kickstarter, or you already have a good just a service which you want to sell, it's, it's very important that educate your audience and live video is a very interesting way how to do it because it just provides more trust when you see the person have as the owner of this business and can uh, can explain and answer your questions and it 
it's it's much more stressful than you just read the comment and you can re-ask and you see the reaction of the person. So, and if you talk about individuals, so individuals use us, uh, there are a few categories, for instance, gamers. So they just broadcast gameplay for fun, but again, some of them already start making money through all these donations and brand deals. Uh, the, so individuals also use us for just demonstrating their own skills and and by through demonstrating skills they just uh, drive and just do an entertainment and uh, again it could be it's very hard to by the way to split fitness fitness expert or yoga expert is it individual or it's a small individual business so <laughs> if you talk about Let's assume that it's individual. So again, so and by having uh, the skills like yoga skills, you can share your knowledge and and yeah, also build a community and then sell your courses and build your brand. So I feel that this type of again, it could be a cooking show or it could be any type of uh, con skills. What you would like to. Uh, out of those personal brands, I mean, I think uh, you mentioned uh, cooking show. So, are there are there chefs uh, that are actively utilizing the platform to broadcast? Yeah, there are a few of them, but honestly, I, I can't recollect the name names itself. So I have to uh, just dive into our database, but I can provide it later. So there are some cooking show like professional shows. I know that earlier we I saw that. There is a TV channel. If you talk about big, uh, big organizations, and there is a TV channel and TestMate, so they were using our platform. So, it, they, oh, TasteMate. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they, that's a pretty big name. High, high quality professional content, but there are some amateurs and who who produce also cool uh, cool shows, and I just don't remember their names. But you can do it. So I saw like have a few people were broadcasting just from their kitchen, and they even yeah. don't didn't use uh, or don't use uh, professional equipment. So it's it's very <laughs> important just to have an idea and to start from something. And uh, if you if you find uh, a, a fit and a key yeah. to your audience, then you can buy all the stuff. Uh, definitely, I think. I think one um, recommendation I would have, because I've been using uh, Restream pretty regularly, and um, I, you know, I started on, on the platform with my show. Um, one recommendation would be, because the number is such a big number with 6 million, I think creating a directory of live streamers uh, and, and, and their scheduling and when they do get, go live and stuff like that, the, the, the show notes and stuff like that, I think if, if you build that with the... Uh, with kind of a landing page because you guys do make that a uh, restream widget i think that would be awesome like so that I, I, uh, it could help with discovery of uh live shows instead of me serendipitously showing up on 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 instagram or or linkedin or youtube to find a live show i, I could go to your directory uh of uh of all the streamers that are actually live right now so that i can tune in just like a tv channel uh to, to tune into a live show that i want to watch 
Thank you for, for, the, for bringing this idea. <laughs> we definitely are going to discuss it with... with yeah, our... Andrew, come on, get on it. Andrew is uh, uh, Alex's uh, CTO. Yeah, so he, he's a co-founder and CTO. We started Restream together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's your co-founder also. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry, uh, uh, Andrew, I didn't mean to yell at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, when you so sorry for the interruption, when you are in a startup and when you are in a small startup, you can basically wear ever any title. So you could be CTO or chief executive officer or chief operational officer or yep, chief yep. financial officer. <laughs> so, You're doing everything. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> since you, you. Co-founder or founder, you you have right basically to do it at the beginning for sure. Like at the beginning of the journey, when you invite other partners such as investors, you already at that moment you have you have to ask their opinion. But before you could be <laughs> anyone <laughs> on paper. Actually, you brought up an interesting uh, topic. Uh, so uh, Restream has been you've gone through some financing right rounds already, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, for what we raised from a few investors in the past, and from angels, and then from some VC fund. Yeah, it was also interesting experience. So, in the beginning, <laughs> uh, no, no, nobody wants you, nobody likes you. So everyone rejects you. So you have to pass all of this. So you need to be ready that if you want to raise capital you will be denied hundreds of times, rejected hundreds of times. And it's a very difficult to admit. It's like, you know, you, you, you like someone and you want to date and <laughs> that person just don't like, doesn't like you. <laughs> and uh, that person tries to explain to you in a polite way that, listen, so there is no match here. <laughs> and it, 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 uh, heartbreaking thing and uh, you need to be right for this if you want to raise capital so it looks the same like nobody likes your idea so and but 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 it's the last laugh though no, alex right alex uh it's the last laugh right Who, who's laughing last it's you 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 got your funding right and you're growing and you're utilizing those funds to continue growing in the and the people who did play with you and did uh date you in from in your analogy are, are winning now to and you're showing the results with six million live hosts and 800 million views you know that's that's yeah, your report card correct but at the beginning you don't have these numbers correct so you're, oh yeah the, you just assume that you will get them mm -hmm. anyway so it's a long it's a long philosophical conversation so no rejections by the way <laughs> rejections are great um uh, you know I, I there are two examples that are coming to my mind I mean, I, I, I've read up so much and know so much about Jack Ma and Alibaba. 100% uh, of U.S. investors uh, rejected the concept of Alibaba. 100% of investors rejected it. You know? Yeah. So, I, I, so I, I that know. doesn't mean that they are right. The investors are right. It's, it's just that, you know, at that time, probably their focus was in some other vertical or some other industry or something like that. Or, or they just plainly just did not understand uh, the concept uh, that you were trying to pitch to them, you know, and then it was foreign to them for some reason. Yeah, there are plenty of examples. So you need to yeah. listen, you need to learn, but you, if you 
you, but you have to be, you have to keep your vision. Adjust mm. a bit, but also if you, you need to trust your gut. So, because nobody knows, you just need to practice and try it because everyone can say that it will not work, mm -hmm. but no one is an expert. So you have to, even if some famous people, for instance, Elon Musk tell, tells you something that could be a truth, you need to double check if it's a truth and, uh, and try yeah. it on this experiment. Just to, you need to apply a, a scientist approach instead of just I love Believing. that. Yeah, I love that. Because the thing is, I mean, uh, since I've lived in e-commerce and running businesses uh, for the past 20 plus years now, to me, uh, I literally check my ego at the door because ego is very dangerous in that scenario, right? Data is, is the right thing. Look at the data, look at the creative. If you need to adjust it, fix it. Uh, you know, fix the business, fix whatever needs to be done because the number, everything you do is numbers driven. You know, everything you do. So, which actually brings me to the next uh, important point, like how do you measure your result or performance of your content, you know, when, when, you're, when you're live streaming with uh, Restream? So, it's, a, it, it, it's an interesting, interesting thing. Honestly, there are a lot of unknown uh, or maybe have not discovered KPIs, I feel. But mm -hmm. in most cases, since it's a content, so most of marketing, concepts are applicable here. I would say is that there are a few differentiators here and uh, it's very important to pay an attention. So one of them is uh, impression. It's a different impression in comparison with video on demand or just how many pictures, how many views you get, like of your post, etc. So in live video, it's very important to understand how many concurrent viewers you have during the live show and uh, average concurrent viewers. In that case, you can basically analyze how, for how long your, you can keep the audience, your content can keep the audience. And uh, for live video, it's very important because it's much higher in comparison with video on demand I don't know the ratio, but many times. And uh, so the, the main power of live video is just an ability to keep your audience. It's the reason why all the social platforms uh, try to utilize this technology and, can, and, and you will have an ability to broadcast live on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, because platforms itself are interested to keep your audience also in, engaged and like keep them on on the website uh, on their platform and live video has this power and uh, to, to learn more about this power you have to track how you can how long you can keep your audience because if someone just join your content and immediately drop it so it means that you do something wrong or maybe it's the target audience is not yours and another thing which is also important to uh, track in my opinion uh, and uh, or like we see we also discuss it with our team so it's engagement uh, and how many comments questions chat mm -hmm. messages you get during the show so how you build this 
communication. And there are two ways. You can be directly a driver. So you ask your community and in, in they res in just respond to you through the chat, or it could be an opposite way, or it, it could be community itself can communicate with each other just in chat, just chatting. And uh, it's also very important. So when you finish your live show, it's very important to chat. So when you have the spikes, when the community itself start creating, start chatting, and when uh, you drive the community to ask you questions, what what was the frequency of these messages, etc. And it could help you then to discover some practices and like best uh, cases, tricks, and uh, what you can apply in your future live streams. So if you know how you, so basically you can understand how you say, what you say motivates your audience to be active, uh, you can then scale this process and grow your audience. Actually, uh, now I want to shift the gear into like, um... Okay, we have convinced our uh, you know the viewers that that definitely this is the way to go. So where do I get started? What are what are the steps there for me to get started with live streaming on uh, using Restream? So, I believe first of all you have to be curious about the space, and uh, then you have to come up with an idea what you want to share, and. The third thing, you just need a laptop with web camera and stable internet connection. So that's it. You don't need to overthink. So you, as an entrepreneur, you have to move fast and just fail fast. And by mm -hmm. delaying the process of to jump in something, in the new space, you just uh, decrease your own internal motivation and you, you can find more and more concerns and doubts why you have not, why you do not need to start. So, and uh, my advice would be just go and try it. And you can do it with uh, Restream or you can do it with uh, other interesting uh, software such as Vmix, etc. Zoom itself, you can connect Zoom to social networks. And Restream in this case could be an amplifier because you can connect Zoom with Restream and just stream to all social platforms at once. <laughs> yeah, so there are many interesting solutions, and uh, yeah, just... But you do need to have your social accounts too, right? So you need to have a Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram Live, I think, connects also through Restream. Um, uh, LinkedIn Live, if you're approved for it, you need to you need to make sure that uh, you're approved for it, because I think that's in a kind of a beta program, and they're kind of uh, manually approving uh, folks. On, on LinkedIn. Um, oh, sorry, I forgot about it. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for adding this because I was thinking, I assumed by default that uh, most of uh, the population uh, has an access to social networks and have social profiles. And, and every social profile becomes a media channel these days. And yeah, so you have to. And then you literally go, from, I mean, the experience I had was you literally go on, on Restream. If you have accounts on those platforms, you basically connect them, right? One to one, you connect them, and then, um, well, and, and then you could just go on with the show. You know, whatever live show. As soon as you hit the live button, you're live across all of those platforms. 
And if you have accounts on 30 account, uh, 30 different uh, social media platforms, they will start broadcasting at the same time across all of those 30 platforms. There are also a few other use cases. You can broadcast a few pages of one platform. So you can broadcast to a company True. page and uh, or your community and your personal page. And yeah, so the, it's, this case is also applicable here. So, uh, so I, I got my uh, account set up. I'm connected. I'm, I'm uh, ready to uh, stream. So, as far as the types of content that you have seen being successful across these six million live hosts, I'm sure that out of six million, if I follow just the, the ninety ten rule, even even the ten part of it is is uh, six hundred thousand live hosts that are doing it right. Right? They they represent ninety percent of that eight hundred million views. You know. Um, if I just, I'm guessing that that's, that's the outcome, you know, um, what are those 600,000, uh, live hosts doing that the rest of the population can learn from, especially if you're starting out. So they found audience and provide values for the content to them. So they entertain them, educate them. And it's not about the genre itself. It's more about the host who is running the show so the sense the meaning is matter not <laughs> <laughs> and you just need to produce valuable content and uh, there are some t tricks uh, what, and tips how, how you can grow your audience and again so we can split them on a few dimensions just marketing dimension how to promote then we can talk about some equipment how to make a nice setup of everything like professional mic lighting etc but it's it's most of the things are secondary the, the main piece is the content itself so what would you show and have yeah so what would you show to them and well, by the way, there are there are Alex. There are some new features uh, that uh, Restream came out, and and I started using it on my on my live show. Actually, the previous episode that I did with J Jason Beauregard, uh, he had a video that he wanted to show during the interview uh, during the master class. Um, so that was it, it's it's funny that I was actually I had booked him. The video feature didn't exist. And then when his episode came up, you guys actually put in the video aspect of it, uh, and it was a new feature. And then I actually used it on two of his videos that he sh shared about his experience uh, uh, that the audience got to enjoy uh, on that uh, on that previous episode. I can tell you, sorry, uh, because maybe I have not understood your question, right? So I can give some, maybe not tips, but I know that there are a few, I learned a, a few things, or our team learned a few things. One of them, a live video became popular in the gaming industry because it's much easier to produce content. And the content is always, um, let's say, beautiful. And because uh, all these uh, game developers, they focus on all this video effects, etc. And you as a host, you just need to start playing the game and cap you to capture your screen. and you will have always a new scenario, always the new end of your live show. So depends on the level, where you come, etc. Which mm -hmm. 
both you beat and uh, it, it's very important and in comparison with other type of content uh, it, it's much easier to produce but also the competition is big and uh, one if you want to to be related to the gaming space, you definitely need to try to develop your audience on a few streaming platforms at the same time. Because if you, you go to a big platform but already has a huge presence, it would be very hard to be visible. And you don't need to keep all eggs in one bucket. So it, it, it's much, it's better to, to try to discover the new platform which has the potential. And when you have less competition, you could become more visible. And it's not only applicable for gamers, for others, others as well. For instance, LinkedIn recently launched live video. And people who have access to LinkedIn, they have much more chances to succeed. I mean, to LinkedIn live than people on Facebook, for instance, in, in my opinion, because number of uh, hosts is limited on LinkedIn and <laughs> you could be you could you have less competition and the whole social network for you for, for, for what you can produce beautiful nice content uh, yeah so it's what I want to mention and another thing is if you if you go to other type of we go from gaming and one of the interesting trends uh, we found is just guests. So when you can invite guests. So like podcast, live video podcast, what you are doing right now with me. So you invite guests and you mix experiences, you mix content and you always have a new, a new interesting topic and just conversation. Another ex example, Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan doesn't do he constantly interviewing someone like some celebrities some very interesting people and uh, if he was doing it by himself without interviewing others it would be much harder for him to produce content so he has to basically entertain all the time but when you bring somebody else you already split a bit these responsibilities and <laughs> it becomes more interesting and easier yeah, I think the banter and, and actually diving into the questions uh, hel uh, helps the audience also. I mean, the type of value that I want to bring through this show uh, to my audience is for actually to inspire them to actually take action and not only just say it in words, but actually show them how, you know, whether it's Google ads or live streaming or uh, we have actually a lot of great uh, episodes planned uh, all the way through uh, end of October, uh, we have uh, guests uh, booked and we're booking on a regular basis. Very interesting people who come from all sorts of walks of life. Quite a lot of them, I know them personally and, and I know I can vouch for them that they're great at, at what they do. And, um, and also uh, for them to actually impart their knowledge and, and share their value uh, and give tremendous amount of value. And which actually, um, if, if you, I mean, those insights are, are uh, amazing. Um, if, if I look at the, um, like the personal brand side of it, you know, there are, there's a, you know, there is a, a person that comes to my mind uh, that has a, that has, there are two people actually that have done a tremendous job. I mean, Gary Vee is a friend of mine and, and a brother 
So he, he's one of those guys, like from a personal branding standpoint, he's been streaming uh, content and uh, live and, and otherwise for a long time. And the other person that I know uh, who does it on a personal branding and pushing and turning your brand into dollars is uh, Russell Brunson. You know, he's the founder of ClickFunnels. I, I think that the dimension of adding uh, restream to that mix where, where it's not just recorded uh, webinars, because that's what a lot of, uh, you know, like uh, Russell uh, uh, preaches, but actually coming up with a, a segment that's a live show like this and, and taking audience questions and stuff on a weekly basis if you're a personal brand and, and that's who you are. And when I say personal brand, I don't mean just e-commerce people or, or you're, you're selling a information product, digital product. You could be a chiropractor. You could be a doctor. You could be a yoga instructor. You could be a personal trainer where once a week, in, in addition to everything everybody else preaches, I think the live streaming and live audience uh, and where you're answering questions and stuff like that, I think uh, I, I think it needs to be part of that 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 uh, mix. Uh, what do you think about that, Alex? I totally agree with you, Sabir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we need to look at it uh, as a type of content. And uh, if you look to the history, uh, at the beginning of the internet, you can communicate only through the text messages, then pictures were added to this. Uh, after that, GIFs, and after that, v audio, and then video on demand, and right now, live video. So the most recently added form of content. And uh, it has the most, the biggest level of engagement so far. And we already described why. Uh, because you could communicate in real time, you can see the reaction, your audience can affect uh, the scenario of the content by asking questions and by telling you some, uh, giving you advice, etc. And uh, it, it helps you to build a relationship with your audience. And no, you, you can try it by you, don't, you, you, you as an individual can just come up with an idea and start streaming uh, to, and share your content with your friends and see their reactions. And, or you, if you already have a, just a community, a professional community, you can start creating content and Q&A sessions and just build a conversation with your audience through live video for, for your business purposes. But yeah, so many cases and uh, just, I don't know, sky is a limit. So too, too many ways, too many use cases you can utilize it. As uh, we already mentioned, if you're a small restaurant, you can just broadcast uh, your stuff, what, you're, what is going on in your kitchen and how you, how you doing all, how you do this, all this meal prep during this COVID. Uh, lockdown, or you are expert in something. I don't know. Like if you even have a car service, you can broadcast some. How you can just maintain and like mm. fix wheels, etc. Or we have some users who are related to e-commerce, but it's a different type of e-commerce. They basically sell their own handmade things, and uh, what they do is they just show the process how they create these bags, and during the show. If you're a viewer, you can buy this product with 
high discount. It's, it calls flash sales. When they didn't live show, you can sell mm -hmm. too many, too many ways. And uh, you can inform uh, if you're a small and medium business, you can inform your users about new updates and yeah. You if, can if you, by, by the way, Alex, I mean, the uh, amount of insights you've given and, and, and the, uh, kind of the best practices. I mean, even though the show is called hundred thousand dollar insights, you know, I think you have, you have shared a million dollars, but if you, if you want to pin your hat on one thing that you want to recommend to people who are either live streaming and they want to start seeing results versus people who want to start, what is that hundred thousand dollar insight that you want to impart uh, on them uh, today? Oh, too, too many things I would like to share. So it's very hard <laughs> to combine all of them in one. I can, from the motivation standpoint, I would say you have to be persistent and you need to understand that your first show will not be perfect. And mm -hmm. uh, look at this as a, as a learning curve. And uh, if you look at all these professional creators, even all these famous musicians uh, or any type of creator. So if you're a famous musician, so when you try to create this album with a few songs, it could take you a lot of time. And the funny case, the funny, the funny thing is that we don't know how many attempts those creators try to do. So it could be thousands of them. And you just don't need to give up and step by step, just run a show and uh, be persistent, uh, build your schedule, understand uh, when you're what is your audience what is the value so you just need to iterate very fast what is the value you can to bring with, for them and uh, what is uh, then play with the format duration of the content is also important the prime time when you build this when your audience is ready to watch your content step by step but you don't need to think about all of those uh, items at the same time you just need to start and then learn then start, repeat and learn, repeat and learn. So that's it. So Alex, I, I started receiving email from, uh, from Restream, because uh, the thing is, uh, you know, when, when uh, you, know, you know, there's an American saying like, you, you have to eat your own dog food, right? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. uh, and, and in this email, I saw that uh, three of the hosts, there are, you guys actually, Restream actually does three live shows on a, on a weekly basis. I think at least that's what I saw. Uh, Anya is one of them. Anya, I connected with Anya at, at uh, Restream. She does a show, but there are two others. Uh, can you can you uh, talk a little bit about those show and and uh, kind of pitch it to the audience here so that they can they can tune in? Because I, I think that's another way to kind of learn uh, kind of from the best and from the source by actually watching those three shows also. Yeah, correct. So there are different shows and with different purposes. Anya leads this process. I can tell that we try to also invite guests. Uh, to these shows and some experts and uh, help people educate our audience how to be more professional, how to produce high quality live video content. And every Friday, uh, I don't know exactly the time, but you can check our LinkedIn page or Facebook page and see. So every Friday we do Friday lives. And also we have a few other experts uh, such as Dan and uh, Jan or Johan, I just can't, 
can't pronunciate pronunciate uh, his name properly. <laughs> so I apologize for this. So, and Zara, different. Alex, so, it's okay. People torture your name and my name all the time, hundred percent of the time. So that's okay. Not your first name, but your, especially your last name. I'm sure that they they torture it. So they they mispronounce my entire name. I think it's okay for you to mispronounce a few names here and there. <laughs> yeah. So and Zara also so this share some insights how you can you use utilize uh, uh, live video for if you run a subs subscription business SaaS and mm -hmm. uh, and also some other yeah so uh, and uh, they another show it shows did um, in more how to say it properly so the third <laughs> one it shows you we try to show you and all updates what we have what features we develop and how to use them so we have one show with guests when we invite people and experts and they just share their stories how they create live content another show is related to subscription businesses and how to use live video for marketing purposes and this the short one is more related to to our product so how best practices how to utilize it but features we have how to tweak them and etc how to use our tools and i can tell you transparently so when we started we we didn't have audience <laughs> so and our first shows and like even latest one had sometimes it had some issues so we lost internet connection or maybe or electricity or something else has happened and yeah so it's always it's always fun uh, <laughs> but we need to be persistent and uh, when you constantly produce content in 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 ship it in the specific time you train your audience just you will be there and there will be valuable content and they start appearing more and more frequently and from zero uh, viewers we or for a few viewers we have right now sometimes thousand and not thousand like 500 concurrent viewers on our shows and it's cool oh very cool well alex uh thank you so much uh for appearing on the program being a guest here and sharing all of that knowledge i mean it's it's an incredible uh, uh story of of your journey and and where you are and especially with restream you're in the middle of it and and your report card is, is phenomenal with 6 million live hosts today and, and 800 million views and stuff like that. And thank you for all of the advice uh, that you gave about best practices and types of content. I would highly recommend to everybody to check out those three shows, definitely uh, from um, uh, from them uh, to um, from Restream, uh, from those three hosts. Uh, there, it, it will contain a lot of valuable content. I would highly recommend it. Uh, so, Alex, thank you very much uh, for uh, for appearing on the show and being our guest. Thank you so much, Sabir, for having me for, for the invitation. It was a pleasure to chatting with you. And thank you, everyone, who was watching or listening our Sabir's event. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone. Have a good day.